Hey, y'all, just something real quick um, before we get into the podcast. I'm sure y'all going to be able to tell, you know, just by listening, but, like, my mic is trash. Like, my audio is not really fire, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing this for my mom's house with, like, old equipment that I have, so don't judge it too hard. As the podcast gets better, as we get more resources, everything will, things will get better, of course, but I'm going I'm to try to make it as good as I can, but just understand, this is a, this is a, this is a, um, a learning experience is a growing process. I just wanted to say that before I got into the episode. Oh, yeah, and like I said, I'm doing this for my mama house, so just beware that sometimes I may get interrupted. I may get, you know, there just may be some cuts. So it didn't happen this episode, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happened in another episode. So just so you know. All right, bet. Let's get into the podcast. It's your boy Lil Jockey and I'm coming at you with episode zero from my mama crib. Now from my mama crib is exactly what it sounds like. A podcast where I'm talking to you from my mama's house. Which means that I mean anybody that lives in their mom's house, they're gonna understand that. Sometimes you just don't have all the peace and quiet and all that other shit that you need, you know, to be productive in order to, you know, do the things that you really want to do for yourself. But you're gonna make it work the best way you can if you're a winner. And I like to consider myself a winner. I like to consider my people winners. So we're going to do what we got to do to win. Even if you're coming at, it, coming at it from your mama crib, which is exactly what I'm doing. In this podcast, we're really just going to talk about whatever the fuck I feel like talking about. And I usually like to talk about whatever you see on Instagram and Twitter and shit like that. Or just shit that I think of, shit that happens in my life. Whatever it is, I'm going to try to make it as interesting as possible. I really don't want to overthink it. I don't even want to. I don't even know what to put this category and podcast in. Maybe I'll just put in like comedy or whatever. Even though, like, comedy isn't really what I'm trying to shoot for. If I'm if I laugh or I make somebody laugh, it's just because I'm talking. I'm not really trying to be funny or whatever. But that's pretty much the premise of the show. Just talking about you know whatever I just feel like talking about whatever I feel like is important. For you guys that don't know, I mean, it's really not that important, but just as a little backstory, yes, I'm Lil Jockey. I'm at Instagram at Lil Jockey, Twitter at OG Jockey, even though it might get deleted for the 40th time, and YouTube at Lil Jockey. I've been making videos since, like, 2017, and, like, right now, like, I'm most known for it, even though that many people don't know me for it, but I'm most known for, like, cartoon music videos or whatever, like, I make cool-looking, well, I think they're cool-looking videos, you know, and I just pretty much put, like, cartoons or, like, TV shows to match the lyrics of whatever I'm talking about, or whatever the artist is talking about. And I've worked with some artists, Um, you know, I got posted on Young Nudie's page, so that was cool. Um, <laughs> Chance the Rapper, like, one of my favorite rappers, Chance the Rapper, actually hit me up via DM on Twitter, and we collabed. He didn't pay me. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> nah, it was still great to work with him. But he didn't pay me, but, um, you know, I still got to like work with him and he picked this well i picked the song i wanted to do i guess he gave me like two songs to pick from and i picked it and we worked together and she was cool as hell because i've been listening to him for a while and yeah you know that's pretty much what i do for the most part but i don't want people to think that's just like i'm just this nigga that just be sitting down making cartoon music videos and whatever that's not what i wanted to do that's never what i wanted to do um i like doing it because i like cartoons and i like music but that's not like a career path for me. That's not all I want to, you know, be invested in. So that's why I'm starting this. Yeah, I had a podcast um, at the top of 2017. It was called What Do We Know? I think, yeah, it was called What Do We Know? And I, it was kind of like this one I just taught, except I was coming from my dorm room. And, like, the only reason I stopped it because I was too broke. 
I ran out of free uploads on SoundCloud, and I didn't want to put it on YouTube because if I when I have a podcast and like, I want when I put my podcast on YouTube, I want it to be visual. I don't want it to just be like a blank screen listening. And I understand some people may listen like that, but I know me personally, I don't. I like visuals. Even if I'm not looking at the video, I still like visuals. Excuse me. I still like visuals when I'm on YouTube and I'm listening to a podcast. So that's what I want to do. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe things will change. But I just want to give y'all, you know what I'm saying, a little introduction to who I am. You know, if you didn't already know, the world would know soon. Oh, God, it hurts to say that every single time. You know, like, Nick. <laughs> I always say this, like, bro, the world gonna know my name, and I, I, I really do believe that. I truly do, but it's just I stopped saying like this year's my near, near. This year's my year. I stopped saying that shit like in like 2017 or like maybe let's just say like 2018. Honestly, it's just like I stopped saying that shit. I hate when people say that shit. This year, my name. You don't know what kind of year this gonna be. This could be the worst year you have ever had in your life. It could be the best year, but you know what? This is gonna be a year where I grow and I learn. Nobody, you know how I many people i seen say 2020 going to be my year and everybody, you know what I'm saying, in lockdown or whatever. It's just like, there's no point in saying stuff like that to me. Just keep your head down. Keep working hard. And eventually, if you're good, good things will happen. So let's go ahead and just hop into what we're going to talk about today. First thing I want to you just knock out is how much I hate racist people, um, particularly racist whites um, in America, of course, and particularly, particularly <laughs> I said that shit like a nigga, particularly, particularly uh, <laughs> the KKK. And I honestly, at this point, well, since at all times, I just feel like it's always been the KKK versus the people. Um, and really, even if you're not a part of the KKK, if you have a white supremacist mindset, if you are, you know, racist, if you feel like if you're white and you feel like you're just superior than black people or other races, I lump you into this category. Yeah, you may not wear um, the white hood and shit and look like a fucking idiot like the rest of your, you know, white brethren. But I still throw you into that disgusting pot of racism that they're in. And I just don't I don't know. I just really want somebody to explain to me like like of course not black people we already we really kind of understand like that this shit is stupid you know what i'm saying but white people and like you know what i'm saying the south with the confederacy and the flag and all these monuments and shit yeah y'all niggas fight so and i use the word niggas loosely with y'all because yes white people can be niggas but y'all are not my niggas y'all niggas really like it's just a hate group bro like it's y'all <laughs> it's really a hate group like and y'all fight so hard to hate other people like y'all fight religiously to just hate others and i get it i understand bro like the melanin the black skin is so intimidating you know what i'm saying because we awesome like truly we're awesome like i have a theory you know they ain't teaches this in history class or maybe i didn't pay attention or whatever but like when they caught slaves for the first time i have a theory like niggas went to well not niggas white people went to africa they went to Africa, and you know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck they was looking for, but they landed on Africa, and they seen a whole bunch of niggas. And they seen niggas, you know what I'm saying? Niggas had nice bodies. Like, damn, niggas had nice skin glowing in the sun. Like, fuck, we can't be out in the sun like this. We won't look all, we won't start to glisten and, and all this shit. And then they seen our dicks hanging to our knees. <laughs> they see our dicks hanging to our knees. Like, what the fuck? What the, what's wrong? They look at their penises. They're so big. And then they seen our women. Beautiful. 
glowing, sexy, fat ass, big titties, beautiful smile, like all this, all this stuff. Even when we didn't have no toothbrush and toothpaste, still have beautiful smiles. Like what the fuck? Like, I know these niggas was just like, how are we supposed to get like this? Well, if you can't join them, beat them. And they stole us and brought us here. And fast forward to now, you got people, you know what I'm saying, in white robes, hanging niggas and shit. It's just like, bro, if there is anybody out there, I hope none of my friends, I mean, none of my friends, well, I kind of consider my fans my friends or maybe like associates or whatever. But I hope anybody out there that supports me doesn't support the KKK. But if there are any people listening to this right now that is like a KKK supporter or you know someone in the KKK, honestly, like, coming from a place of love I as much love as I can because I try to love everybody as much love as I can have for you I guess I really do hate you and if I can run the fade trust me I'll beat your ass but really coming from like a place of like curiosity I'm really just wondering like if you could tell me truly even though I know for a hundred percent fact that there's really nothing that you could say that would make any type of sense to me but I'm willing to listen is there anything about the KKK that is not rooted in hate and just trying to hurt niggas because, you know what I'm saying, just because or whatever? Or because I think it's because, and I don't mean to offend no white people out there, you know what I'm saying, this is just a black person, this is how I think. I just think it's because in ways we're just born superior. I don't know why, but it just seems like in order to just be half as fi as a nigga, white people got to work like <laughs> twice as hard and i'm not saying and there's some white people that are probably just born with that natural you know what i'm saying sauce but it just seems like niggas just they just have it and then white people you know what i'm saying they want it but you know you ain't born with it so it's just like let's hurt them you know because <laughs> they just scared of what we can do like these niggas can come out the womb jumping high running fast fucking hoes they all funny they all got them they got nice hair. It's stereotyping me. I don't think all black men have big dicks, but, you know, hey, man, it's a stereotype for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, huh, I think they're just really scared of, like, what we could do if we just came together. Like, And I also think they're scared, like, if these niggas come together and they try to fuck us over in this country, we could take over and try to, like, do to them what they've been doing to us or whatever. That's not what I'm going to do. I really don't have that type of mindset. But I would not be mad at niggas for practicing that because niggas have been oppressed in this country for a very, very long time. And you cannot expect people to just go and just let shit be ha like just happen to them for so long <laughs> and they do nothing. After a while, motherfuckers are going to snap. And if you, you if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, maybe go watch Birth of a Nation. Not the original dirty ass white one about fucking the KKK and all them nasty little dick stupid bitches. I'm talking about the good Birth of a Nation about Nat Turner, the movie that niggas tried to cancel. Even I still saw it because I, you can't trick me with bullshit. Niggas tried to cancel. You know that nigga from, um, fuck, I forgot what the movie, I forgot what the movie was. Damn it, I forgot what the movie was. But he's in Birth of a Nation or whatever. You know, he played Nat Turner. But, like, he got some, like, a, it was like a, a rape, an old rape trial that he got acquitted for. And they brought that shit up right when this movie came out. Like, right when this movie came out. They brought it up in a bunch of, bunch of niggas. Uh, so, unfortunately, because... You could do, niggas are damaged in this country so unfortunately it's very easy to manipulate our minds and it's very easy to turn us against each other a bunch of niggas cancel or tried to cancel this nigga whatever canceling means i guess but they pretty much canceled the movie like don't watch it even though it was a, a charge he was acquitted for he said he didn't do it 
whatever this that, and a third i recommend you go watch it if you're black or if you're white you know what i'm saying really anybody that wants to learn about history that people don't really teach and want to see black people stand up for themselves you know what i'm saying for a change in a movie like this you know what i'm saying if you like stuff like django you know what i'm saying seeing a nigga like you know if you ever the type of nigga say i can't be no slave goddamn, i would have got down beat their ass then you watch this movie because that's the kind of sentiment them niggas have you know what i'm saying them niggas had and they just they fucked them white people up you know what i'm saying they they went out they went out <laughs> they went out swinging and i can appreciate that even though i bet that was a super hard choice and it was just hard for them to even go to that point but i can respect them so that's a great story go check that out birth of a nation about nat turner came out in like 2016 or 2017 or some shit like that really good movie really violent though so you know if you don't if you're squeamish or you're a pussy or whatever don't <laughs> don't watch that movie but yeah and but it's just like check it out I don't really, and I don't, and that's the thing, like, just after seeing that movie, I don't really understand why niggas try to hide shit like that from, like, why white people try to hide shit like that from us. I mean, like I said, I get it. I feel like we're superior, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like that's the way niggas should think, just because we've been beaten down so much. We have to think that we're superior, otherwise we're going to think we're inferior, like them niggas want us to think. But, I, you know, I think, that, yeah, because they think we're, so, you know what I'm saying, deep down they think we're superior, white people think we're superior, but also at the same time, I just noticed that, like, racist white people just hate the truth like i don't know what it is and i get it because their distorted reality is what they enjoy living in like if they had to live in the truth it would be a lot harder for them to be comfortable because they're not getting afforded the same luxuries and the same you know luxuries of ignorance that they get to you know living every day they don't get to act like all this shit don't exist because they're white and because we're black like nah y'all niggas gotta live in the truth but and they fucking hate the truth bro like them niggas ain't teach us none of the truth and i and i understand like we grew up with all this shit it, it, it was planted in our brains since we were babies but i need y'all to understand that just because you learned information just because information came from a book or a teacher that you like or a curriculum that you trusted or whatever that doesn't mean that the shit's true all right that just means that that's what them niggas want you to hear and i'm not saying that none of it is true i'm not saying oh i know the truth so follow me or not <laughs> or nothing like that i'm just saying that them niggas really not gonna tell you everything that happened they always said there's three sides to every story every story i guess side a side b and the truth and niggas ain't giving us the truth they's giving us side a side america so i say like, you got to go out there and do research for yourself but it really mean shit you could really do like to see that racist white people hate the truth you could really go on instagram do research a lot of people are getting you know what i'm saying like like bammed up for the bullshit that they're doing and right now niggas are really holding other people accountable for being racist or saying stupid shit i remember i don't know if y'all seen those on instagram or whatever and like this lady and like i guess her husband or whatever they were both ugly uh, <laughs> they were both white people they weren't ugly because they were white they were just ugly because they was ugly and they was racist and all racist people are ugly i don't give a fuck but it was um I guess she was trying to like paint over. I think it was in New York, but where there was whatever that was, there was like that big ass Black Lives Matter, like big ass sign or whatever painted on the street that like you know what I'm saying it was like all yellow letters or some shit like that. I guess she tried to paint over it, and then when people, of course, because nowadays everyone go and record that shit, so people came up to her like record like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" She was like, "Um, I'm painting over this. I'm tired of this narrative. I'm tired of this. Not in my town. Not like her." <laughs> Why white people think, every, especially white women, why they just say everything theirs, bro? 
not in my town. Like, bitch, this is New York City. Like, what makes you think this is your... A bunch of people came together to paint this, and you saying that this is your town, that shit don't make no sense. <laughs> sense. No sense. It shit don't make no sense. But anyway... And she was painting over that shit or whatever, and then people came up like, what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. She was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm racist, fuck y'all. That's pretty much what she was saying. That's not what she said verbatim, but that's pretty much what she was saying. And I guess, like, her husband and her ugly-ass boyfriend or whoever the fuck that little dick nigga was, he had came up behind her, he was like, and talking to the niggas that was recording, he was like, yeah, well, I'm tired of this rhetoric, I'm tired of this, this narrative, black lives matter, there is no all lives matter, motherfucker, there is no racism. There is no apartheid. I was like, he was just saying a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> he's just he's like, I'm white and I'm comfortable. Don't change that. That's pretty much what he was saying. It was like, he just sounded so dumb. And I remember he's like, he, I think someone, one of them was like, go, said something along the lines of white people always like to say this bullshit. Go back to your own country. If you don't like it here, then go back to your own country. <laughs> and then the lady, the, like one of the people came back. She was like across the street or whatever. She was yelling. You could hear it. And she was like, yo, you know, you guys aren't even from here. You guys are colonizers. You guys came here, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. You guys aren't even from here. I don't know if white people understand that. Like, motherfucker, like, listen, y'all niggas hate the truth. Y'all niggas teach us Columbus Day, a story about a nigga or a white person. I always call, I just call everybody a nigga. A story about a motherfucker who came here, found people here. <laughs> join them for a holiday, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like befriending them or whatever. Join them for the holiday that we call Thanksgiving. Killed them. We celebrate that. The day that he ate and with them and killed them after he feasted with them. We call that day Thanksgiving. And we also have a day for Columbus saying this is the day Columbus discovered America. When that just wasn't true. How the fuck do you discover some shit that was already there? You know what I'm saying? And I know it's just like they don't, but they're not going, they're not going to click because they don't like the truth. So they're not going to click that two and two together. <laughs> so pretty much, that's pretty much what the lady told him. She's like, y'all, when I'm from here, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And the lady, um, the lady that was painting over the Black Lives Matter sign, she was just like, fuck you, you stupid bitch, fuck you. She didn't have no smart things to say back after she told how you guys aren't even the Native Americans. The people that you call Native Americans, you understand that if you're calling somebody a Native American, that means that they were the first people in the Americas. How are you going to say that you discovered something when somebody else was here before you? That doesn't make <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You know I'm saying like these are the people that we're trusting to build our minds. Idiots. <laughs> so I really need y'all niggas to think for yourselves, bro. Because if y'all keep on letting these white people think for you, I promise, bro, you're, you're heading down a path of destruction. Um, <laughs> because I swear, bro, they like some of the dumbest niggas, bro. Just like they leader, man, Trump. But I, you know what? You know I don't like Trump. You know what I'm saying? First of all, that motherfucker funny. You can't deny that shit. I'm the type of nigga, yeah, I may not like somebody or like everything that they do, but if a motherfucker funny, a motherfucker has qualities about themselves that I can appreciate, motherfucker, I'm gonna appreciate that shit. I may not appreciate the whole person, but I appreciate how true to himself Trump is, even if the truth is disgusting, and I appreciate how funny that nigga is, even if his jokes aren't like, when he tries to be funny, he's not funny, but him just being stupid, <laughs> nigga's hilarious, and he's really getting racist people bammed up, like, right now, like, 
he's really the reason because he's so dumb and he's the president so like people are just gonna follow that like if your leader dumb like if you got a dumb mom dumb dad you might be a dumb baby you know what i'm saying like and i'm not even saying like parents that didn't go to college or nothing like that no i'm just talking because some people a lot of people didn't go to college but they smart they just didn't have good opportunities i'm talking about motherfuckers that's real i'm talking about motherfuckers when they was babies they kept on trying to put the circle shape in the little square hole i'm talking about about niggas like that and you know trump is just an idiot and a lot of these racist white people are following their idiot you know their idiot and commander-in-chief their idiot in chief yeah that's (laughs) that's who they're that's who they're following so you just got to be careful bro with people like that Keep on catching these niggas, you know what I'm saying? Keep on getting these niggas fired, all these Karens, all these bitch-ass niggas, all these racist little dick stink badge motherfuckers. Keep on getting them niggas bammed up, bro. Hopefully, one day, it'll be a crime to be racist, and we can throw these niggas in jail and free all the bros that didn't really do anything. And you know who just might free all the bros that didn't do anything? Kanye West, baby. Yay 2020. <laughs> Yay 2020, motherfucker. Now, before you bash me, for saying yay 2020 start calling him a trump supporter start calling me a trump supporter yada 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 blah 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 let me first off by saying let's first off start by saying 808s and heartbreaks is my favorite album of all time maybe tied with born center by j cole so yes i am a little biased but i try not to let bias cloud my judgment so with kanye even like from the from the get-go I thought that when Kanye, you know, Kanye was supporting Trump or whatever, me, like, I kind of thought that maybe he had an ulterior motive, because my main, like, I would, like, the main thing I remember from, like, when he first started, like, fucking with Trump is, like, how everybody was pretty much saying, like, nah, fuck Trump, yeah, that's not my president, not my president, nah, fuck that nigga, we not fuck with that nigga, we don't talk to that nigga, we don't fuck with that nigga, and okay, cool, I can see, okay, average people can say that or whatever, that's cool. You're probably never going to meet that nigga anyway. But it's just like, you can try and think that way all you want. That's not really going to change anything. Excuse me. That's not going to change how racist Trump is. That's not going to change no laws. That's not going to change anything. You can say fuck somebody because they don't think like you. But at the end of the day, it's kind of ignorant to let those resources go to waste. Especially when that's somebody that can do, do things for you and do things for your people. You know, and maybe you got to get uncomfortable. It's just like, I'm sure that there had to be some, maybe some, you know, black delegators. I don't know if I use delegators, right? <laughs> but, you know, back in the day, they had to maybe talk to Abraham Lincoln if they had the chance and, you know, maybe see if they can come up with an agreement. They probably didn't want to talk to that motherfucker to try to abolish slavery. But it's just like at the end of the day, sometimes if some people are in power, you got to do what you got to do, man. You can't just ignore them. You can't just say, oh, we going to ignore this and then four years ago, we're like, no. Bro, like you can't do that. Somebody has to be willing to have these conversations. And I feel like Kanye was really the best person to do it, not because he's smarter than a lot of other people, but just because one, that nigga is like so unpredictable and crazy. Like that's something that you can see him doing. And two, he's really like one of the only people that I feel like can like he can bounce back from anything, bro. And I feel like he really does look at himself as like a sacrificial lamb. Just like he'll say things that other people don't want to say or other people you know what I'm saying shouldn't say or think they shouldn't say because he feels like he can not that he can get away with saying it without being scrutinized but after the scrutiny you know what I'm saying like people will eventually kind of come back to him or whatever so it's just like 
I don't really know. I always, I, you know, I just took what Kanye was doing. I was like, maybe he just trying to fuck with it. And I know him and Kim K got a lot of niggas free. And you may say, oh, okay, well, they got free, niggas free, but they still niggas going in jail. You know what I'm saying? He didn't change up, but it's just like, at the end of the day, at least he freed some niggas. They was going to put more niggas in the jail regardless. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, which is unfortunate. And that shouldn't be, that. that's, that's not how it should be. But they was going to put niggas in the jail regardless. So it's just, I'd rather, at least he's getting some niggas out. At least he's trying. Versus all these people are just like, I get it. Trump is a dick. He's an asshole. He's a racist. He's he's all this disgusting shit. But newsflash, he's not that much different than the average Americans that, you know what I'm saying, run your companies. You know, like the owner of Victoria's Secret, he was a good friend of Trump's. He might still be a good friend of Trump. Like all these rich people, they own the corporation. They own the mic that I'm talking on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't say Steve Jobs wasn't racist. I can't say Bill Gates wasn't racist. I can't say Jeff Bezos isn't racist. I can't say all these people aren't child molesters and all that. Bruh, rich white people, they live in their own world. They live in like how the NBA got a bubble. These rich white people live in their own bubble. And Trump isn't even the richest. There's richer, there's richer white people that you don't even know about. And then there might be even richer people then the white people in america like indians and kings and all this other shit all over the world so it's just like at the end of the day you kind of have to understand that it's more about classism than racism i feel like racism is just a distraction to keep niggas you know what i'm saying down and fighting but classism is really it's really the money because at the end of the day i don't think a, a old white person if they're a billionaire trillionaire whatever i don't really think that they're gonna be too mad I don't think that they, I don't think they're gonna hate black people enough that if a black person can make them another billion dollars, they're gonna be like, "No, fuck that nigga." Like, it's really more like, "What can you do for me? Can you make me richer?" And I feel like that's how a lot of that's how a lot of white people think. And I feel like in a way, Kanye was kind of thinking like that. Like, yeah, what can you do for my status? What can you do for my name? What can you do to help me, help my people? And maybe he can't. Maybe he couldn't. And all this is hypothetical. Kanye can also just be, you know, also just a racist and turned on his people. I don't believe that, but I'm open to that idea because I don't know that nigga, so I'm not going to act like I know everything. But I just feel like, you know, he's just trying to just do what he can to, like, help his name and help the people that he can, you know what I'm saying, and just get different policies maybe in place. I don't know, see how it's done. And really when it comes to Kanye, it's just like, honestly, motherfucker, I don't know, he said he's running 2020, bruh, he's a better candidate than Trump. <laughs> he's making Trump and nigga I don't trust Joe Biden I think Joe Biden is Trump but he's just a Democrat like <laughs> Joe Biden told black people if you, if you vote for Trump you ain't black <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same nigga that's he you know he signed bills in which the which the bills like which was in the bills like laws that put a lot of black people in jail like you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, I don't trust that nigga, bruh. You know, I I had seen this one video where this nigga got down. There was, like, this little girl or whatever. And there was, like, on stages when he was Obama's vice president. And it was, like, I don't know what award that little girl was getting or whatever. But, like, he kept on touching her hair. And you could, like, see it was so fucking weird. He kept touching. He was, like, oh, yeah, like it's nice hair. So nice. And then they were still talking. But he was, like, like while Obama or somebody was talking, they were, like, he was still touching her hair like rubbing her hair stroking her hair type shit like and then he i think he like held her hand and like this girl just looks so this girl was like 11 like she just looks so uncomfortable and i'm not calling him a pedophile i'm not saying that i'm just saying that motherfucker weird 
don't trust them. I don't trust none of these motherfuckers. And I trust Kanye more than I trust any of them. Plus, Kanye said that he wanted to run this country like Wakanda is run. So, <laughs> which, is, which is impossible because Vibranium, or the neither Vibranium nor the Black Panther truly exist, to my knowledge. But at least if he has that vision, you know, just based off what I saw, it, shit, Wakanda was very good for black people. So if Kanye said he wants to run, this country like Wakanda, I don't really know what that entails <laughs> because, like I said, them niggas had a lot of vibranium <laughs> and we don't have that shit. Maybe oil is our vibranium. I don't fucking know. But it's just like, if he's going to look out for black people, I'd rather, I'd rather vote for him than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand Kanye. I understand he lost a lot of people's trust. You know, he lost a lot, especially when he said that slavery is a choice bullshit. Like, I know right there was kind of like the beginning of the end for him, you know, as far as like losing like the black trust. But I feel like y'all just got to, you know what I'm saying? Y'all just got to give, y'all got to give homie a chance just because like if Obama was running again or whatever, like I could understand. Like if there was another candidate that you feel like, nigga, y'all niggas just voting for Joe Biden because y'all don't want to vote for Trump. Don't vote for Trump. Don't vote for Joe. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, actually. But I know that I'm voting for Kanye just just because I don't I truly don't know who else to vote for in these terrible times. I would vote for Jesus, but, but, but I don't think he's running for president. And then I would have voted for Andrew Yang, but motherfuckers don't want a thousand dollars a month <laughs> so it's just like i don't know what to do so at this point fuck y'all i'm over kanye west if you don't like me fuck it suck my dick i don't give a fuck if there's anybody that i would never vote for black man i would never ever vote for it's terry cruz i feel like that i'm not trying to say like shift your anger from kanye to terry cruz or whatever or compare them i'm just saying like motherfucker i'll be way madder at terry cruz i don't feel like kanye ever said nothing as bad as Terry Crews. Yes, he said slavery is a choice, which was stupid, but if you're looking at it from a technical standpoint, it was technically true. It was dumb because he discredited all the emotion, all the mental destruction that those slaves went. He discredited all of that, which is 95% of the decision to being a slave, the mental breakdown, the beatings, the rapings of your wife and in some cases i'm sure they're children and they took your children away they killed your your family and your friends and you were working every day being beaten you, you know being fed bullshit and when you didn't want to eat they knocked your teeth out and force fed you they bro it's just like it's so hard as it being eaten by dogs it's, just, it's terrible so for him to as a black man to go up there and to not in front of a lot of white people in the whole world and sit here and say slavery was a choice and i wanted to slap that motherfucker too but if you're looking at it from a technical standpoint he wasn't technically wrong because everybody technically has a choice in what they do but like i said he discredited all all the humane parts that you know what i'm saying that went through that decision of them remaining slaves you know what i'm saying like that is what made them slaves the fact that they were mentally broken you know and physically broken also but the fact that they were meant like that's what did it it's not that these niggas was like hey bro like are you tired of slavery yeah you know what bro i am you know what let's let's leave like, like nah they didn't really have that choice if you want to leave first of all that's a huge risk second of all 
You leave, you never know when. The, there wasn't no GPS back then. Nigga, you may not know where you're going. You may not know who you're going to run into. First of all, you got to try to make a plan to leave. Then you got to hope nobody snitch on you. Then you got to be listening out, bro. That's stressful, bro. Talk about PTSD. And then when you you free, you may think somebody may, bro. Like, uh, I, the, actually, the more I talk about it, the, the more mad I'm actually getting <laughs> at Kanye. I motherfucking hate that nigga. But since what he said was technically true, it was just extremely stupid, I can kind of give him a pass. Now, Terry Crews, on the other hand, is just kind of going out of his way to be a fool. Like, he's just, he's just like, he's just like, bruh, he just really sucking the white man dick right now. And I, I really don't understand why. It just, he, I know he got like sexually harassed by like a white person. And like, it's like ever since he said that, he started sucking the white man's dick harder. Like, harder. It's just, and I think he's married to a white woman. I'm not gonna knock you for that, bro. Like, you're kind of a dork, bro. You could have easily married a queen, bro. I'm just saying, queens are superior. Is what I'm saying to me, to me, to me. I'm not saying everybody think that way. I'm just saying, good black woman over any other body, any other race, any day. You know what I'm saying? And Terry Crews, as you know, what I'm saying big, swole, muscular, strong black man. You know what I'm saying? Like seeing him on TV. I'm not gonna say I looked up to him, but. He was an inspiration, especially when everybody hates Chris. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like he was like a dad, and he seemed like a real nigga. He was like really in the streets. He's like a community man, hardworking, and everybody loves him. Cheap ass jokes, like this fifteen cent worth of milk, yada yada yada. So I really, really, I really fuck with this nigga, and he's just he's killing all the love I've ever had for him. Like I don't get it. He just keeps on like he he goes out of his way to just say stupid shit. Let me read some that like one of his tweets. Uh, Terry Crews from his from his actual page on Twitter, he asks, "Are white pe are all white people bad?" He said, "No." Are all black people good? He said, "No." I'm gonna pause right there. First of all, why did he use bad for white people and good for black people? That's why I'm saying this nigga this nigga is a coon because he could if he, if he was really trying to make a point and trying to say all lives matter or like equality or whatever whatever he's trying to say. He said, are all white people bad? No. Are all black people good? No. He could have just said, are all white people bad? No. Are all black people bad? No. But he used bad for white people and good for black people. It's like he's trying to just say like, yo, man, like black people, y'all ain't perfect. Y'all don't turn it. Like he say shit like, don't, I don't want it to turn in from black lives matter to black lives only matter or only black lives matter. Like who the fuck, like who the fuck said that shit? And I'm saying it's, 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 it's niggas like that because niggas like this, a big, strong black man in America, you know what I'm saying, that is very popular in a lot of households. Ignorant white people might see what he's saying and they'll say, see, Terry Crews, even Terry Crews said it. Oh, these, these niggas out here, they, they, don't, they just don't, they just want to, they just want to shuck on Uncle Sam's teeth and get their disability and get their, get their unemployment and drink 40s and like. You giving them niggas stupid ass ammo, bro. It's just like, bro. Um, I'm just finished what he said. Are all white people bad? No. Are all black people good? No. Fuck you. Knowing this reality, I stand on my decision to unite with good people, no matter the race, creed, or ideology. Given the number of threats against the decision, I also de decide to die on this hill. Now, I don't wish death. Oh, this is me talking now. Fuck his quote. I don't wish death on anybody, but motherfucker. If you were to die on that hill, I wouldn't shed a tear. Fuck you, bro. Like, you really are a bitch-ass nigga. And you know what? 
I would run my fade with you. I'm not going to lie. You big as hell, and you just, and you a grown man, you just might whoop my ass, but damn it. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna punch you in the stomach so many times, so hard. <laughs> I'm bro. Like, fuck that nigga, bro. I just don't like. I, I mean, you know, I don't like to say I don't like people, but bro, like, I really starting out. I really like. I don't like Terry Crews, bro. He just, just pissing me off. It's just like black people like this. It's just like if you're not for the cause, bro, just shut up, bro. Because you can see all we want in this country is equality we really deserve more than equality because of how much we were fucked over but damn it i'll take equality i'll take being able to go to my car and drive you know nigga i've been doing the speed limit for like the last eight months just because hold on let me not say eight months for like the last four months (laughs) like the last four months i've been doing the speed limit because i'm scared i am scared of a cop pulling me over and being like son or not son boy you're going a little bit too fast. Oh, is that a gun? I'm like, no, officer. This is just my hand. Look, his hand is a gun. <laughs> that boy is a gun. It's <laughs> like, no, no, officer. No, <laughs> no, no, officers. I was saying, like, bro, it's terrifying to be black in this country, man. It really is. You go to a nice white neighborhood, they call the police on you. You call. You go to a poor white neighborhood, they might got them. They might got them. Hang your ass. You go to a goddamn poor black neighborhood, they might rob you or shoot you. You go to a rich black neighborhood, <laughs> they mo- they gonna pack up and move because they don't want you to know where they at. Like <laughs> they don't want to help you. So it's just like being black in this country. It just so it really just feels like you on your own sometimes. But right now in this time of unity, I just really wish that more people. You know, especially people like him were just really focused on the unity, you know what I'm saying? Because you're just bringing up bullshit that nobody asks you to bring up. It doesn't even exist. You're creating these own narratives just to create a new narrative, just to destroy our narrative. So it's fuck you, Terry Crews, and I'd beat your ass if I was a little bit taller, but I'd definitely fight you right now. Fuck you, Terry Crews. But fuck Terry Crews. Let's talk about <laughs> Let's talk about real niggas, bro. Let's talk about them new Black Panthers, man. Them new Black Panthers. The five Black Panthers. You don't really know what the fuck going on with my niggas. I really don't. I can't even call them the Black Panthers. Let me not. Let me not say nothing ignorant because I don't know who they are. There's just some niggas I've seen on Instagram. Um, it was like I think it was over like Memorial. It was it was it was like a week ago or like two, oh no, it was Fourth of July. It was Fourth of July, and in it was they were in Georgia I think and like Stone Mountain or something like that. And then like they went to some place that the KKK just loves to meet, and they went. It was like. I want to say there was at least a, there was at least a hundred deep, but it looked like it was more. And they was all armed, dressed in all black. They looked like Black Panthers, but I don't know what they necessarily call themselves. I know them niggas. Like I tried to find them on Instagram and Twitter and shit, but I couldn't find them, of course, because you know they old. They probably got a Facebook group. They ugly. Man, <laughs> I don't get on Facebook so. But if anybody like knows who these people are, I'd love to like read more about them or like. Cause I really support the fuck out of that cause, bro. I donate money. I do whatever I need to do. I'm not finna go grab a gun and go on the front line just because I ain't built that way. I just ain't built that way. You know what I'm saying? I leave that to the warriors. But um, <laughs> I will continue in my spiritual warf- warfare and support y'all niggas with my pockets. You know, if given the chance. If I had to fight, <laughs> fuck yeah, man. I don't give a fuck. You only get one of these lives, so you want to do it doing the greatest thing that you can do. In the be- to the best of your ability, whatever you got to do at the time to make a difference, I feel like that's kind of just what you have to do. Um, so, 
Yeah, like I just really just want to support these niggas. I want to learn more about these niggas before I support them because they could be doing anything. But from the looks of it, they look like they a solid, a solid group, something solid for the black community. I really like. There's not a lot of things that make me genuinely happy. Like it's been a long time since I seen something on the internet that just made me like genuinely happy. But when I saw them niggas, I I got genuinely happy. Like. I was really proud of my people. I was really proud of them. I was really happy with what they were, what they were doing because it felt like somebody was out there. Fuck Terry Crews. It felt like somebody was out there fighting, you know what I'm saying, for the average nigga, which I love, which I appreciate because there's a, not a lot of people out there doing that. Fuck you, Terry Crews. Um, yeah, there's not. <laughs> I got to stop cute. I got to stop saying fuck Terry. Nah, but fuck Terry Crews, man. Nigga, a bitch ass nigga, bro. Nigga pissed me off, man. I used to fuck with you, man. I can't. Man, you were such a good dancer, dog. Like I love them dancers. <laughs> you fucked it all up. Euro training. You fucked that. that was one of my favorite episodes of my wife and kids, Terry Crews. I hate you. I can never watch Everybody Hates Chris. I can never watch <laughs> You ruined this shit for me, Terry. Fuck, I shouldn't know your name's Terry. I don't know no niggas named Terry. I ain't saying well, nah, I did have a coach in high school named Terry. Let me stop going. <laughs> Let me stop going on track. New Black Panthers. Anybody knows anything about them or what they're really called or whatever. Maybe they just go by Black Panthers or whatever. If you could hit me up, let me know. If anyone's listening to this, hit me up, let me know. You know what I'm saying? Because I definitely want to, like, read more about them, find more about them. And, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of black people, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of more real niggas, you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know if one of them niggas is a real nigga. You know, I, I still fuck with him, but for how he treated this, how he treated this queen... I don't know if I'm fucking with him like that no more, man, because it feels like he's been abusing, I, I don't know personally, but it feels like he's been abusing, abusing this beautiful relationship that he's in. And it caused her to go into a whole entanglement with a whole nother nigga, an R&B singer that only really has like one, maybe two famous songs. And we don't, I can't even name them. I know you, I know you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that Jada and Will um, with August Alcina, that little love triangle, that little devil's triangle they had going on or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, pretty much with the whole thing, I guess out of nowhere, I don't know where the fuck this shit came from. I just heard that August Alcina was dropping some new music soon. He'd be coming out, yada, yada, yada. He's feeling better. Nigga came out pretty much and said, yeah, I've been fucking Jada for it. <laughs> yeah, I've been fucking Jada for a long, a long, long time. <laughs> he used to eat cereal with Willow and all. <laughs> like, bruh. He, was, and he had an interview and he was just like, yeah, Will Smith gave me permission to smash his wife. When I was in there, he was like, I was sick and Jada helped me. And we got in a relationship and Will told me, hey, man, fuck her. And I said, hey. <laughs> You ain't never lie. <laughs> so it was just, and you know, you know, once Black Twitter get a hold of some shit like that, all they gonna do is clown a nigga and ask for answers or whatever. So they had their little red table, you know, thing where they come out and I guess just speak their truth. And I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched like a little five minute clip. But pretty much, you know, Jada was just saying like, yeah, you know, me and me and you was talking to Will. She was like, me and you were separated. You know, you know that. And we were kind of sick of each other. Even Will's like, yeah, we were sick of each other, blah, blah, blah. And I, we just both decided that we needed space and we needed to do what we needed to do in order to get healthier, you know, I guess for our family. So they were like officially separated, maybe not through like court papers or whatever, but it was an agreement. It seemed like both of them agreed that they'd be separated. So they were separated. 
And I guess when they were separated, you know, Jada went and did her thing. Will was probably Will's probably been doing his thing since Fresh Prince of That nigga was a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, bro. Nigga was a, he's one of the biggest black actors in the world. I know that nigga was doing his thing out there. So he was out there doing his thing probably for a long time. Maybe Jada was holding it down. Maybe she was doing her thing. I don't fucking know. But from the looks of her face, it looked like she was holding it down. She got sick of it. They got separated. She went over. She fucked with the light-skinned nigga, August Alcina. And I ain't gonna lie, man. She was glowing. I ain't gonna, it seemed like August Alcina was piping her down well. I ain't gonna say, look, now, I ain't gonna cap, but his dick might be bigger than yours. <laughs> and that ain't all what it's about. But motherfucker, that's, 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 a, good, that's a good little bit right there. So. It's a good little portion of, <laughs> I was like, it's a good little portion of sex. Now, you can work with what you got, but motherfucker, if, if you got more, then <laughs> I was like, you working. So, it's just, I don't really know. I just really like, the main thing is just, it, it didn't really seem like that big of a deal. Like, the biggest deal just seemed like everybody found out. But, like, the real reason I wanted to talk about this is because I just feel like, not that many people are getting on her, but I just feel like a lot of people are just getting on Jada for, like, I don't really get it, like, for no reason, I don't know, you know, and I'm a nigga, you know, and I understand, niggas are possessive, niggas have this nigga fantasy, where they just want every bitch, and they want they bitch to just be, like, loyal, and just understand, I'm doing what I'm going through, I'm a nigga, you know, blah, 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 and I get that, some girls are willing to do that, but most girls aren't, so I feel like, as a nigga, you just have to be smart, and you have to understand what you have, and if you don't want to lose it, and then you can't risk that shit. Like, don't risk some shit if you don't want to lose it. And he, it seems like Will risked that shit. He was probably cheating on her for a long, long time, doing a lot of bullshit. And after a while, she got tired of that shit. They got separated. She fucked the nigga. And it's just like, I know that hurt his ego, especially because everybody found out and shit. I know that hurt his ego, and nobody wants no other nigga touching on that woman. But damn it, if you touching on a whole bunch of other girls. Yeah, as a nigga, I feel for you, bro. I definitely see where you coming from. I understand the pain, but I also I'm not no fool. Like, I, I women, they're humans, bro. Like, you don't, we don't own them. It's hard. Like, you want a girl to understand where you coming from and just hold it down for you or whatever. But like, bro, at the end of the day, on their side, it's just like fuck that shit. I don't want to hold it down, nigga. I want you to just want me and for me to be enough. If you want to have a conversation with her, y'all can work something out. Cool. If she's not down with that. And either break up with her or keep going and be faithful. I don't feel like you want to, you know, try to have your cake and eat it too, do all this bullshit. And if you do, you just better be ready for them consequences. Be ready to lose her. Be ready to lose her to somebody else. I know it sucks, but it is what it is. Polygamy does not exist in this country. If you want that shit, go to India, okay? So it's just like you can't really – you don't own these women, bro. They're free to do whatever they want. And I feel like people were calling Jada a hoe and saying, oh, Jada, lame. And, oh, <laughs> they were getting mad. It was like, so okay, a nigga came to you and he needed help and he needed it. And you thought that pussy was going to be the thing? Like, first of all, August Alcina looks great. He looks like, like by what I, what I heard, I haven't really been following him. But by what I heard, he was doing bad. I think he had, like, kidney problems or some shit. He had deaths going on in the family. And, like, 
he he was like down bad, and then it was like three years ago I maybe heard that, and then he started messing with you know what I'm saying the Smith family, and they started helping him or whatever, and they said along that time they they formed a relationship. But you, nigga, first of all, you don't know. Maybe her pussy was the exact thing that he needed to make him feel better. I feel like we should leave that up to August. I do like it's a, a bunch of these niggas that's never they just mad because they never gonna fuck Jada. <laughs> they gave and fuck the Jada in their neighborhood, so they definitely ain't gonna fuck Jada Pinkett Smith. And they just mad and just getting mad. They dicks probably little, or they girl probably cheating on them, or whatever. Or maybe they cheating on that girl and they lost her, and they still bitter. But it's just like, bro, I I mean I don't really know the whole side of the story, but even like Will didn't really say anything to indicate that Jada did anything wrong. If anything, Jada was hiding to the world a bunch of the shit. Like, let me tell y'all something real quick. This nigga fucked Tyra Banks. This nigga fucked Christina Milian. This nigga fucked Kim Kardashian. This nigga. And I was like, I was like, and this was all during the pursuit of happiness shoot. Had uh, like, bruh. Who knows what Will did? I'm sure that nigga was out there doing a whole bunch of shit. So I'm not even going to hold Jada. And y'all don't go out there. I can't even say, like, I'm not even going to say don't slut shame her because she wasn't being a slut. Like, they were separated. And I feel like they're still together because they want to just, they, they made a promise to each other. And, like, we can make this promise to each other and still maybe tweak it to our lives because we're not really in love anymore. But I still have love for you. And I definitely still have love for what we built and our children and our family. So it's like, we'll figure this shit out. And I feel like they, they niggas figuring that shit out, you know what I'm saying, their own way. And it seems like August and Jada not really together no more. So, you know what I mean? Just leave niggas alone, bro. Get out get out niggas' pants, bro. Y'all niggas don't be lame. And don't be calling Jada no hoe. Jada ain't no hoe, man. Jada ain't no hoe, bro. She ain't, man. Now, nah, if he didn't, she fucked the whole tribe called Quest. <laughs> like, but, you know, or all all the Fugees, Lauren Hill in there. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, <laughs> But it's just like, bro. To my understanding, she fucked one nigga, and the nigga she fucked wasn't even like the most famous. Like she went out celebrity searching. Like this nigga came to her for help, and a lot he probably wanted to fuck her from the get go, and she probably peep. It's like every girl peep, but it just like at the end of the you know what I'm saying like maybe at the end of the day it's like okay we're separated and I like you, you like me, so you know what I'm saying let's see where this goes, let's see what we can do. You know what I'm saying make me feel young again, August. Make me feel young again, <laughs> like that blunt baby. Beat it up. <laughs> I don't know why I made it sound like an old grandma, but I feel like that was the best way to describe what I was trying to say. She just wanted to feel young again, man. She wanted that pussy to get hot again, man. She pretty much just saying, Will, she pretty much tell you, man, you don't make her pussy hot no more, all right? So you got to let her pass, pass her pass her on to a fire flame spitter. <laughs> okay, bro, I'm done. I'm done with these terrible jokes. Jada and Will, learn from them. Don't learn from him at the end of the day. It ain't really that big of a deal. Now, I'm going to get into some suggestions. Every single episode, Um, if y'all niggas have suggestions or whatever, things that I say, I'll probably ask you guys. I guess if I don't ask you guys, then you won't have any suggestions. But I ask you guys, you know, what anything that you want me to talk about in the podcast, and I'll just try to just fit it in at the end. I only got two suggestions this time that I felt like I could really tackle. Um, First one is wings that came from my beautiful beautiful girlfriend because you know we both love chicken wings um i don't know really what she wanted me to talk about when it came to wings i'm not gonna waste too much time on on wings even though wings are never a waste of time serious face but i'm not gonna talk about wings for too long the only thing i will say about chicken wings is i guess like i'll tell you guys my favorite wing spot that i've had in all of georgia 
And this is just my opinion. And I know, you know, in the city, there's a whole bunch of wing spots. And I just haven't been to a lot of them. I know I've had a whole lot of wings from a whole lot of places. And I love a lot of them. But the most memorable place, especially because I guess it's a place I share with my girl because we went there for the first time together. But the most memorable place I've ever had wings is called Wings on Wheels. Wings with a Z. Wings on Wheels. I think Wheels has a Z, too. And it's in uh, Marietta, Georgia. There could be more in Georgia, but I don't know. The only one I've been to is in Marietta. Um, excuse me. I don't know if it's black-owned. Excuse me again. But every single time I go in there, it's black people working, which I can definitely appreciate. That's why I always try to give the niggas a tip because I love my love my brothers and sisters, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially out there putting in work, making that money. I appreciate you. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's black-owned, but there's always black people working there, and them wings are so fucking good, bro. You can get them breaded or naked. I've never gotten them naked because breaded is just so fucking good, and their sauces are so fucking good, bro. And their fries are, like, homemade, like, home-cut, bro. Just go to Wings on Wheels, bro. It's in Marietta, Georgia. Go try them. Tell them Rob sent you. They don't know who I am. They're probably going to look at you confused, but fuck it. Say it anyway, goddamn. <laughs> Actually, now say Jockey sent you. Say Jockey sent you. Even though they still won't know who I am, they look at you like you confused. Still say that shit, man, because I'm trying to spread my name. Yeah, give them the podcast, too, and the Instagram while you're at it. <laughs> and the other, the next suggestion is securing the bag. Um, I really don't even know if this is what this nigga was trying to say. Y'all niggas gotta, like, bruh, if y'all don't have no suggestions, please don't fucking comment. Niggas just be putting emojis and shit, like, bruh. <laughs> like, come on, bruh. Like, didn't he just put, like, I think he said, he just put, like, three check marks or whatever. I don't fucking know. Or, like, a graph going. I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to mean, but I read it as securing the bag. And as I guess that's why I'll talk about it real quick. Um, really, nigga, just secure the bag the best way you see fit, bruh. Like, I don't really, I don't make that much money. I'm broke. I don't, I don't make no money. <laughs> I don't make no money, but, like, I make that motherfucker doing what I think I do best, and that's, like, editing and, and content creation, you know what I'm saying? And, and I found my own lane. I promised you, I promised you when I when I started all this shit and editing and shit, like, yeah, I always wanted to make money from it, but, like, the shit that I, I make money from sometimes, like, the cartoon videos that I make money from sometimes, when I started that shit, I wasn't even supposed to, it wasn't even supposed to go down like that, bro. Like, I wasn't even supposed to be, I don't even know how that shit happened. Like, I was making promo videos for our, for my friends that were rappers and, like, people on Instagram because I just wanted to practice my editing. And, like, one of the videos, like, I didn't have no footage because, like, the nigga like, hey, can you do the song? And I was like, I, I ain't had no footage. So I was like, well, I don't got no footage. So what I'll try to do, I'll just go on the internet and I'll just try to find things that kind of fit with the vibe of what he's saying or whatever. And I did that once, and it was like, oh, that shit fire. He got a bag. He's like, that shit fire. So I'm like, okay, I did it a few more times. Niggas was liking it. So I started just doing that shit. And then eventually, my friend my friend Darius had told me, he was like, hey, bro, maybe you should do that shit to songs that are like famous songs or whatever. And I didn't really want to do it at first because I was like, man, I don't want to make these shits if people don't want it. Because, like I said, this is not really what I want to do. Like, So I'm not going to put forth energy into making songs for artists that, and they're not even going to see it. They don't want it. They don't care. But I needed more content, so the medium I found is just like, okay, if there's, I'm not just going to do a song just because it's big or famous or whatever, but if it's a song that I genuinely enjoy, then, or I feel like, you know, say, oh, yeah, this I can make a five video to this, then I put, you know, say, I, try, I put forth effort and I um, make a video to that song. And, yeah, like, that's pretty much the best way I go about just, like, securing the bag and just, like, you know, doing other work for people, you know, and shit like that. But you just got to find your lane and go go through. If you can knit, motherfucking knit shit for people. If you can 
DJ, DJ, nigga, if you can make music, make music, you babysit, babysit. Well, maybe not right now, because Corona's everywhere, fuck them kids, but <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say, man, like, just do what you gotta do to get in the bag, even if you wanna work, in, there's nothing wrong with no nine, nine to five, fuck what B. Simone said, even though I, I don't think she meant, I don't think she was trying to say fuck niggas that work nine to fives, but like, ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Manual labor is not for me, I hate that shit, I've worked more than enough fast food jobs, and factory, and foot, I've worked I've had so many jobs and I've been fired or quit from all of them. Um, more so fired. <laughs> Not because I'm a bad worker, but like one day, honestly, I wake up and I'm just like, man, I ain't going to work. <laughs> I'm done, bro. Like I worked at the Guitar Center was like my last job. And on um, guy, like it was seasonal, and I knew it was seasonal. And I knew the niggas weren't keeping me. They was keeping like some white boy guitarist that had like hella out. He had like hella hours available, so I knew the niggas weren't gonna keep me. It was my last shift. I ain't never do shit when I was there. It was an easy ass job, but I wasn't making commission. I wasn't really so I wasn't really making. I made like eight dollars an hour, standing on my feet all day. We're talking to a bunch of white people about instruments that I don't even understand, and no one's even trying to teach. I'm like, man, fuck this shit. And like one, it was my last shift. Oh god, bro. I just it was like it was still like two hours, three hours till I had to go home, bro. I just went on the computer. I clocked out and I left, bro. Like I literally just walked out of my shift, and I didn't give a damn. <laughs> I swear, I didn't give a I didn't give a fizz up. Like I just walked out of that bitch, bro. Cause I just it's just not it's just shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just not for me. I do it if I have to, cause I ain't no bum, I ain't no loser. But it's always a bigger picture in mind. You know what I'm saying? I just always feel like that time can be spent doing other things, even if those things are like playing video games. You know what I'm saying? And shit like and relaxing and chilling, watching TV and shit like that. It's just like that's better than being sad here at least there i you know what i'm saying i'm doing shit like that i'm getting creativity i'm rejuvenating my brain i'm i'm resting you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm intaking things that can help me better at my craft when i'm there i ain't doing shit but making guitar center money and then i guess i kind of make myself like a few dollars but it's like nigga whatever i'd rather focus my time on something else that can make me more money in the future for myself i want to work for myself so that's why i try to spend most of my time doing so yeah, so that's securing the bag. Secure that motherfucker any way you see fit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't let anybody talk you out of anything. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do anything, nigga. Do that shit, bro. If you want to do that shit, do that shit, bro. Don't let anybody convince you otherwise, nigga. Look at me, nigga. Niggas told me I don't. Nobody told me this, but fuck that shit. Niggas told me I couldn't make a podcast. Niggas told me I couldn't make a podcast from my mama crib. What the fuck am I doing right now, nigga? Making a podcast from my mama crib. But that's the end of this episode. I appreciate everybody that came out. You know what I'm saying? And listen. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, my voice wasn't too terrible. Hopefully, my words weren't too bad. Hopefully, I didn't offend you. And if you think that, yeah, if you think any of those things, you know, fuck you. <laughs> this shit ain't for you. Go suck a dick. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so vulgar. But I love you guys, man. I appreciate all you guys. I don't know when the next episode is going to be. I'm trying to make them as frequent as possible. Like I said, I'm really not trying to overthink it with this podcast because when you overthink stuff, that's when you just start to like unravel. So I don't know when the next episode is going to come out. Maybe when more shit come out every week, maybe every two weeks, maybe every month, maybe. I don't fucking know. But as it grows, we'll get more consistent. We'll figure more things out, of course. But right now, we're just going to play it by the ear. Keep on giving me suggestions. Let me know what you thought about the podcast. I want to say rate it five stars, but nigga, I don't even know how long it's going. I mean, I, I don't fucking know. Whatever. Give it a like. Rate it five stars wherever I put this motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know shit when it comes to this podcast shit, bro. I'll tell you, man. I'm learning along the way, bro. We all learn together. But I love y'all, nigga.
man. Y'all niggas stay safe. It's your boy Jockey.